Welcome to Kingdom Mothers Rise Up, where I encourage and equip you to heal your heart and renew your mind so you can live the fully abundant life Jesus promised you. Let's go. It's time to move. As I have a passion to see Christian women rise up into their role as mothers, whether that is in their family, in their church, their community, the world. Um, in order to rise up in your role as a mother, I believe you need healing so that you can be emotionally mature and spiritually mature um, to be able to show up for people. Like as moms, we need to be able to have our own emotions figured out so that we have space to hold our little one's emotions. And um, that doesn't really change. <laughs> when you're dealing with big people, you need to be able to have space to deal with your understand your own emotions so that you can create that space for other people's emotions and not have it become part of your identity or a personal attack or anything like that. Five girl mom said, such goodness. McCove tackles the issues I've struggled with for years. Easily being stuck in my emotions has derailed me so many times in my life. I'm excited to keep listening to the wisdom she has. So many areas to work through as a mom and a Christian woman. I love the no nonsense approach in which she shares. So welcome to this episode of the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up podcast, where we're diving deeper into being aware of the schemes of the enemy. This came up the other day because um, I forgot to look up the verse that tells us to be aware of the schemes of the enemy. Um, but the other day, Tegan was in my room and all of a sudden she was screaming like she was in excruciating pain. Like it reminded me of the scream of when she fell and broke her arm and she broke it bad. So she was in a lot of pain. And so like part of me knew she wasn't hurt that bad, but then like, it sounded like she was hurt that bad, went in and held her and found out that she had stubbed her toe and then she had fell and hit her hip. And so she was hurt, but, and she was tired and, you know, so when we're tired or emotions, it's easy for them to be bigger than they need to be. And, but as I held her and was thinking about it, it was like, oh, well, this might be feeling bigger than it needs to because it's reminding her of when she broke her arm. And so when she calmed down, you know, I asked her about that and, you know, she said she wasn't, it just hurt. And, like, well, okay, I just want to make sure because one of the things that the enemy likes to do is he likes to come in in places like that where it reminds you of something awful or the first time something awful happens and trick you into making agreements that you will never trust someone again, you will never be like that, you'll never take this risk, that you're always going to make people happy. Um, like it's in those moments where things really hurt and seem very confusing and we just want to feel better and we just want to feel safe that the enemy comes in loud and clear with an offer of we'll do this this will fix it and if we don't recognize that it's him then we're kind of stuck um but having that awareness reminded me of yeah, being aware of the schemes of the enemy. This is how he works. This is what he does. And I've had conversations with a few people in the last week or so talking about like, 
spiritual warfare or the enemy's attack on marriages. And there's part of me that's like, yes, he's attacking marriages and it's awful and he is wicked and evil and it's not fair. But sometimes in the conversations, it feels like there's a bit of a victim mentality of, well, the enemy is attacking marriages. And so we're just under attack and we're just in, you know, in this stuck place and in Christ, we're never in a stuck place. And so that scripture, be aware of the schemes of the enemy is what came to mind because yes, he's going to attack, but we don't need to be ignorant of how he's going to attack. We don't need to just be sitting ducks and just be blindsided every time he attacks and we're human and we're imperfect. So there's times that we are going to be blindsided by his attacks. But as we grow and mature, that can be less and less often instead of like constantly. So um, I'll probably do more of these because I just want to focus on like that one thing, one way that he schemes and attacks is by coming in when we're vulnerable, when we're hurting, when we're scared, and offering us a solution. And often he does that when we're really young. And for most of us, we weren't taught to know the enemy's voice from God's voice from our voice and our thoughts from his thoughts. So it's easy to accept that of like, okay, I'm really hurting here. And you're telling me that the reason I got hurt was because I spoke up. So you're telling me if I never speak up again, I won't get hurt again. That sounds like a good deal. And this is all like subconscious, like, I don't know if I remember. Well, I do remember times where I decided like, I am never doing this again, or um, just a silly example is when I was in kindergarten, um, the teacher wanted me to smile and I have no idea why. And I don't know why I was not smiling. Um, it seems like we were lining up for something. So like why I needed to be smiling right then, I don't know. Um, but she decided that she was going to tickle me to make me smile. And so I decided right then and there that I was not ticklish and I was not going to smile. Um, and that has lasted, like, I still don't like to be tickled. Um, so I was never very much fun for my kids because tickling was not fun for me. So it just happens like just in that instant, like, we can step outside of it and look back and see that there's this whole conversation. But if you're not aware that those conversations are happening, you're not aware that the enemy is there offering you these things, then it's really hard to avoid accepting them. It's just like that makes sense to a child of I can fix this. That would be great because I don't want to be hurt like this again, or I don't want to be abandoned or whatever is going on. Being able to teach that to your kids, first, you need to be aware that there are your thoughts and there are the enemy's thoughts and there are God's thoughts. 
and they can all be coming at you at the same time. And um, I've done videos and posts and things in the past, and I probably need to do a podcast on that of distinguishing whether it's God's voice or the enemy's voice. Um, the most simple thing is, is it bringing peace and comfort or is it bringing strife and confusion? It probably will take practicing hearing in other situations because like I said, when you're in that place of hurting and he offers not trusting people will save you from ever being hurt again. That can sound appealing. sounds like a good deal, but it's really not. And so God's voice will always agree with scripture. The enemy's offer to never trust might sound appealing, but it doesn't line up with scripture because we're called to be in community and we're called to trust him and we're called to trust the trustworthy in his body. We can't be a body without trust. God's voice will be comforting. It will be peaceful. Even if it's challenging, it won't always tell you what you want to hear, um, but it will always agree with scripture. And then, you know, the enemy is leading you to isolation instead of to community. Um, so like I said, I just need to do a whole different podcast. I'm really getting into that of how do you know if it's your thought or God's thought or the enemy's thought? Um, and if it's not your thought, it's just going to pop into your head. You didn't think it, it just appeared. So that's a spirit thought either from the enemy or from God. So sorting through, um, I actually have a flow chart. I'll see if I can find it and attach it in the show notes. Um, so that's what I wanted to talk about in being aware of the schemes of the enemy is to be aware that when you're hurting and when you're vulnerable, he is going to come to you with solutions, but those solutions are not going to bring you closer to God. They're not going to bring you closer to who you're meant to be. They're going to constrict you and confine you and probably keep you quiet. So as you learn, you can have those conversations with your kids too, when they overreact to something, or if you hear them talking poorly about themselves or their abilities, be like, who's telling you that? And start helping them identify who are they listening to? And is it really true? And understand how you feel. And we need to make room for those feelings because they're there for a reason. But then when we decide how we are going to behave, that needs to be based on truth. That's kind of another tangent. So I'll just stop with that. You can learn the schemes of the enemy and not be taken out by them as often. And you can teach your kids from whatever age they are to know that God is talking to them all the time. The enemy is talking to them most of the time and they can learn to tell the difference. This is my daughter at five and younger. Like we've been having these conversations her whole life. Thankfully, we've had conversations where you can say the enemy was trying to tell me this, but I didn't listen to him because she's learned that she doesn't need to listen to him and being able to ask like, okay, I see how you're acting is the enemy 
telling you something and her to be able to stop and go, well, yes, or no, it's not. It's just how I'm feeling right now. Um, so be aware of the schemes of the enemy so they don't take you out and teach your kids so that they don't get taken out and becomes just a way of life to be discerning of those voices and those thoughts. And remember that your healing heals generations and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up podcast. I'm blessed to have you here. If you'd like to continue the conversation, you can join us in the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up Facebook community. When you're ready for more support, I have the Heart Doodling with Jesus monthly membership, periodic group coaching, and one-on-one personalized coaching as well. Thank you so much for being here, and we'll see you next time.